And now let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. We're back here on 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, man, I just hate technology sometimes. The live feed went down like 25 minutes into the show. I'm thinking, where where is everything at? It just, it just shut down. I see my screensaver coming up, so I don't know what's going on. And once again, so I had to put it back up here. But we got David, the man of God, Harris here on the phone lines. We're going to talk a little bit of college football. Did the football committee get it right with the matchups in the semifinals? Remember, the college football semifinal is during on New Year's Eve. Uh, I have my thoughts, but I'll let David the Man Got Harris get it off his chest. Go ahead, David. All right, so for those of you that don't know, college football playoff rankings are Alabama, the first number one team in the country, Michigan second, um, Georgia third, and Cincinnati fourth. And for the longest time, Kind of, as you listen to the committee each week, you heard their BS excuses about, oh, this team has a better this schedule or they play tougher. Bunch of BS that just kind of each week they were just kind of moving the goalposts. Basically to negate the, what Cincinnati had done, if we're just going to call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. And to ensure that the SEC would have at least two teams within the college football playoff which is what they want. They know their cash cow is the SEC in terms of football. Makes sense. And so as we get the final committee conversations and they're talking about how Alabama was a more complete performance in the SEC championship against Georgia, despite being down 10 nothing at the end of the first quarter to said Georgia team, so they thought that the way that Alabama had played against Georgia was a more dominating, comprehensive performance. And it was a consensus amongst the committee that they deserved to be the number one team over the country over a Michigan team that held Iowa to three points. Mm-hmm. And look, they were the dominating team the entire night, right. which is what they said Alabama was, even though mm-hmm. if they actually watched the game, they would know that that's false, but. They don't watch the game. They just look at box scores. Right. Um, and so we get Alabama versus Cincinnati. Which isn't. I don't think as, it's bad. No, I, I don't think that the games necessarily are bad. You have two great teams. You still get that Nick Saban kind of going up against a young coach that's connected loosely to Ohio State. So you get some sort of six degrees of separation, mm-hmm. you know. Luke Fickle, kind of small top, small school, bringing up Cincinnati out of, like, they were good. But he coached but at Ohio State at one time. Remember? Yeah. He did, but no one really – we don't think about that. Right. Like, everyone that was true. like, yeah, you're just – And so, like, it's a, it's a good matchup. Just right. like Michigan right. and Georgia is a good matchup. Mm-hmm. But – for me, I think if you want what's best 
for business, it goes back to storylines. Like for me, when I'm looking at and thinking about the playoffs, I'm thinking, what's going to grab my attention the most? What's going to draw me in to want to watch and sit and watch these games? For me, I like seeing kind of the rematch, the intensity, what changes are you going to do? What what adjustments are you going to make knowing that you're facing this team again? So for me, I would have much rather had Michigan be the number one team in the country because that gives me a Michigan-Cincinnati matchup at the one versus four. And then you can have the rematch of the SEC championship between Alabama and Georgia as your two-three. So for me, when you get a rematch of the SEC championship, that's going to draw people in because it's Alabama-Georgia, the rematch. This time it's for a lot bigger stakes. Michigan versus Cincinnati, you get this regional rivalry where just like Michigan had to defend little brother Michigan State after they got beat by Ohio State, Mm -hmm. now Cincinnati has to avenge their little brother Ohio State Mm -hmm. against Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you get that regional matchup because also a lot of the kids from Michigan that might be from Ohio played with a lot of these Cincinnati, you know, could have, there's that similarity in region. Right. So they would have played against each other growing up in middle school, high school, travel ball. So there's that storyline. Mm-hmm. Plus Ann Arbor to Cincinnati. I mean, depending on the traffic, once you hit side 75, you know, four or five hour drive. So there's a proximity where you're going to be close to one another in that regard. And so for me, I'm thinking um, I would much rather see those storylines of Georgia versus Ohio or Georgia versus Alabama SEC championship rematch, Michigan versus Cincinnati one four, mm-hmm. because at this rate, if you're thinking that the cash cow is going to be you want an SEC championship for the national championship, we're not automatically guaranteed that. Why do you say that? Because I, I think if we look at the one, if we look at the matchups as they are now, mm. I think, yes, Alabama will probably beat Cincinnati. I just think Alabama is just too good. Right. I fully think Michigan's going to beat Georgia. Because as we saw in the SEC championship game, if you get in that backfield and you rattle Georgia, they're shook. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know. Maybe Georgia forgot. Like, yes, they have a def- they have a great defense, and I think that's going to be a good matchup. But Michigan and Aiden Hutchinson's going to be number one overall. Mm-hmm. You know, spoiler alert. Right. Like he's going to cause nightmares, and so I think. Michigan is definitely going to be able to run the ball on offense and get to the get to the quarterback on defense. So I think those two things will help Michigan beat Georgia. And so now, instead of having the automatic, you're going to get the SEC championship game, knowing that cash cow matchup that you won, mm-hmm. now you're hoping and banking that Georgia beats Michigan to have that possibility. And so for me, storyline, I'd rather go for the sure thing than rather hope 
knowing that anything can happen in 60 minutes. Right. Well, let's, let's be honest with you. They want the championship game to be an SEC championship game. Let's, let's, let's keep that real here. The semifinals on New Year's Eve, nobody's watching. Let's be honest with it. People are going to be getting drunk or whatever. They'll, grad, they'll, they'll casually watch the show. If I remember the last time the uh, semifinal was on uh, New Year's Eve, I think it had really low ratings. So if you do put Cincinnati against Alabama, they want to make a prove a point. That you you know you're not really valuable, you're not really worthy of playing against the big dogs. Let's be honest. So you put them against Alabama, Georgia against Michigan. That'd probably be a better matchup. But if the two SEC teams win, it's a win-win for television company because they're going to make it real big. If Michigan wins and Cincinnati wins, great storyline. But now it's too regional. So why would someone in California or New York or an SEC country care? about a Michigan-Cincinnati final? Probably not. But if you got Georgia and Alabama going against each other, you got all SEC country, people out west and east, they, they, they piques their interest because these two teams are, you know, Georgia's been tops all year long, and you know, Alabama just has their tradition. So you're going to get more eyeballs. Nobody's really going to be watching the Cincinnati-Michigan final. It's just not. It's going to be way too regional, and as we know, like when they've done the Subway Series and the World Series, it, there's no interest there. There's no peak to it. So why not get the two teams that are going to really get the eyeballs to the television and people, you know, in the seats? That's not Auburn and that's not excuse me. That's not Cincinnati in Michigan. Sorry. No, and like I I understand that point. I also think that like we've seen it before, like with the SEC, like outside of. Mm-hmm kind of the SEC, like if I'm if I'm in the state of Michigan and I see Alabama versus Georgia, unless I'm an alum, mm-hmm. like does that really pique my interest? Like like even thinking about the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. Like that like that's yes that had high ratings, but it was also because it was the only game that was on. Mm-hmm. That, you know, a lot of people cared about and, you know, they hyped it up. College game day, blah, blah, blah. Making sure that um, everyone knows SEC. SEC runs college football, mm-hmm. or at least for ESPN. And so for me, as I'm thinking about it, like, yes, regionally, but like people are going to pay attention to mm-hmm. what they see, the teams that they want to support the fan bases but at the end of the day is are people really going to care about alabama cincinnati like what what about alabama versus cincinnati is going to draw me in to want to watch that game if i'm not a fan of either team nothing really just that you know it's going to be a blowout but they like i said they worry about the championship they're not worried about the semifinals they know they're not gonna get any eyeballs because it's on new year's eve yeah, so that, that's my only thing. Like, as I'm thinking about Alabama versus Cincinnati, I'm like, yeah. like it's interesting. Yes, it's appealing. There's like for us that watch college football, there's that storyline. There's that kind of entrance of you know, can Cincinnati finally live up to the big boys? Mm-hmm. But then it's also. Yeah. I'd much rather see Cincinnati play a team that 
if it's a blowout, I'm still going to want to be interested. Because if Alabama gets up by three scores, TVs are turning off. And then it's like, so what? Well, isn't that what any anyone, though? That's what any game? Well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> it, it is, but I think for for the way that this has been, like, hyped up so much, uh, it's probably going to turn a lot of people off a lot faster, I would say. Mm. Because it's been, you know, here's this team that for the entire season, everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, they belong. Oh, they belong. You know, first chance, first opportunity, get um, punched in the face, and then, well, do they really belong? Right. Whereas if they kind of play a more um, um, more regional specific, mm-hmm. I would say, then people are going to be like, oh, okay. Like Michigan to Cincinnati is more compared. That's a better matchup for for both teams, also. Right. Just kind of strength on strength, knowing. No, yeah, knowing the strengths of each team. That's where both are at this point. So, mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be. They're going to be both games. We know Cincinnati is going to throw all their punches out as much as they can, as best as they can. Um. I just, I just think that in my mind, I'm thinking what, what would be better for business in the long term, not just ratings, not just cash cow, but kind of actually good football. Right. No, I know. I told. I no, I totally understand. I, I totally understand that. But we all know that it, it's a business. Yeah. I. I mean, if they if they want to think that, and, and I know that they're hoping. That business will boom with um, Georgia doing what they need to do, Alabama doing what they need to do. I know that they're banking on it. I would. I just rather go for the automatic short thing. That's just me. Well, but also think about this though, David. Let me think about it. This is something to think about. Um, why not get rid of the bowl games and just do a 32-team playoff? I mean, you already do 25 teams already. You rank them, but everybody just looks at the top four. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I would go for not just not just a 25 playoff. I'd probably just do, like, top 16. Why? Like, just do, like, just do like the um, FCS slash, you know, division, you know, one double. Mm-hmm. You know, 1A. Mm-hmm. Just do like what they do. Cause there's already like a system that works. Does it affect bowl games? Yes, but those that aren't in the top 16, like you guys have the bowls. Right. Maybe reduce some of the bowls. I mean, this year you made up bowls. <laughs> Just, you know, to fit fit Hawaii in there. Right, exactly. And, and, and um, Phil Black for ESPN. But I just think no one really cares about the Bulls. I mean, it just some, it's just something on TV. I understand they got sponsors and money and everything like that, but still. Yeah, so, like, for me, I think that the way that it is, like, way, yeah, way that they do in, you know, the formerly FCS division, that works. Just 16 teams. 
home team gets uh, higher seed gets home field. Mm-hmm. Just play like that. Right. And then when you get to the final four, then you can get like the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the like the the traditional bowls because you know they're going to make sure that they get their bowl game regardless. Right. But yeah. So you got the New Year's Day six, but I, I I could go with that in a playoff. But I just think the other, you know, the Quick Lane Bowl. Where's the Quick Lane Bowl played at, David? Uh, is that in Birmingham? No, the Quick Lane Bowl is in Detroit at Ford Field. Hmm. See, you don't even know where all where the bowl is. Uh, I mean, it's also the ball game in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not the Little Caesars, Little Caesars Bowl. Hey, I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I feel you, but like I said, you 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 don't really care about these bowl games, so that's why I said might will just go to the playoff. That's what people watch. You know, you say you're about the student athletes, but yet you send all these teams to these bowl games to prepare. And some of them are doing you know a college exam the last week of November. If your team don't make it, your team don't make it. That's the end of the end of college football season for them, and then they can focus on their exams in December instead of trying to worry about a bowl, a bowl game. That's, you know, that was the thing about the playoff. Well, we don't want, you know, but if you only have 32 teams or 16 teams, it's only affecting those teams as far as, you know, the student athlete goes. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's the thing. But then you also got to think, and maybe this is just kind of, um, maybe this is the way that um, just kind of how college football is now. Um, for, and maybe this is just kind of what's it. Like, there are some bowls that are like, hey, Toledo. Right. We get, you know, our kids get to go down to the Bahamas. Like, that's something that is a once in a lifetime experience. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, it has its pros. It has its pros and its cons. Right. And I just think that the pros would be just go to the playoff and get rid of the bowl games. But that's just me. Anything else, David? Nope. I think that it will be uh, it'll be interesting to see just kind of in total you know, mm-hmm. what it looks like and either way it will be good for business, bad for business. It's always something everything is good for business. There's always something and there will be critiques and criticisms afterwards. Right. That, 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 is, that is totally true. Well, take another commercial break here. As uh, you know, we talk about a little bit of college football. That's kind of crazy that we talk about this all the time. But we're going to take another commercial break here. Listen to eighty-eight point three WGTs after further review. What's the next topic, David? We got. Are there are any. there actually any good teams in the NFL, or is it just all out of everyone just middle of the road and the hamster wheel? And our NFL pick them. Got that too as well. That and more here on 88.3 WHG's After Further Review. Make sure you always listen to us on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. Uh, WHG's After Further Review with a picture of Frank Vaster on the horse's head. When we return, we'll look at the AFC and NFC playoff picture. And like David said, is there really any good teams or is it mediocrity? Or David, it could be some of the teams you're used to that are 
normally winning are now on the downfall because they're getting older. Hmm. Think about it, David. Listen to 88.3 WHTs. After further review, when we return, talking about the NFL, is it parody or is it just straight trash? Thank you.